what up? Kung Fu Drew. It's yeah, in the house. Yeah, yeah. Supervisor. Supervisor. Yep. I'm back. Supervisor. After a one week hiatus. <laughs> yeah. This guy was. Thanks for having me back. I was out, out, out in the in the lands. Yeah. Different foreign lands. Yeah, man. Got bona fide here. Weren't we all on a one week hiatus? Yeah, we were. Yeah. Oh, did y'all not do a show last week? Thank nah, you for checking. Nah, I was out. Thanks okay. for listening to the show when you're not here. Very nice of you. I just I thought maybe you guys were having a hard time putting it up on the internet or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we yeah, had some internet. other things going on. The internets weren't working. So we said, you know what? Let's just uh, yeah, sure. Take a little break. Yeah. We were like, we Come didn't back. want to do it without you. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, first. that makes sense. We didn't want to do it without. Oh, nice yeah. safe. Yeah. <laughs> there you like go. That. What he said. <laughs> Vega, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. I love it. Supervisor, welcome back. Thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate everything you guys do. I really appreciate you uh, trying to get along with the dog lately. Yeah, man. I, you guys uh, are growing together. I like that. A little bit. I feel like your friendship yeah. is really coming full circle. Dog tried to snuggle with me when we were sitting on the couch there. That's, that's nice. That's that's a big step right there. I thought so. I'm proud of you. Look at you. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you now. Well, <clears throat> we all have to try and grow, you know, as people. <clears throat> there we go. Put your differences aside. Exactly. Try to get along. Yep. Xavier, what'd you do all week? Worked. Working. Got my turkey. Getting ready for Thanksgiving. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving this week. Uh, what else did I do? Oh, I checked out that uh, Ghostbusters, which I really enjoyed. Okay, I liked it a lot. Ghostbusters Afterlife with the Paul Rudd. I thought that Paul uh, Rudd is good. He is good. I like and him. I, I thought like he was going to be the driving force in the movie. He wasn't. It was like just a. It was like Ghostbusters with like kids. So just the kids, like so, a Goonies kind. So yeah, the kids were the main actual yeah. part of the movie. That's so good. funny, man. Wait, is Bill Murray in it? He's in it like the, the the original Ghostbusters are in it for about five minutes. Okay. And uh, yeah, no spoilers. I won't say anything. All right, are yeah. the are the people <coughs> are the fans going to hate this as much as they hated the all female Ghostbusters? That, that was my question. I don't think so. I don't okay. think so. I didn't see the all female Ghostbusters, but uh, I, I really enjoyed this movie. Like I, I really liked it a lot. It had the it had all the things. Okay, no, all, I'll, I'll all definitely check Except it out. Except for titties, didn't have titties, but you know what can you? Hey, hey it's a kids movie. Isn't it, it had Zool. You know what I mean? There was oh, uh, <laughs> Zool's there. Zool's you know? back. Yeah, yeah, Zool's back. What? Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! Okay. Didn't see that coming. Right, I might have to go to the theater. Oh yeah, Sigourney. Um. Oh, was she in it? I think so. Her was name she? was in the credits. I, did, I I don't think I spotted her though. Oh man! Unless she unless she was Zool. I mean. Um, she was so bad. Dude. If I remember correctly, though, uh, Sigourney wasn't Zool. She was just the gatekeeper uh-huh. or, or the keymaster. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. She key was master. just a, a, a piece to a open piece up the, the doorway so Zool could come through. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Sigourney was also in, you know, both the first and second OG movies. Yeah. With uh, did you, did you see the second movie? With of course, the, with, man. With Vigo, yeah, the, Vigo. the master of evil. Uh huh. And they, they made the Statue of Liberty walk. Hell yeah! With the, your love lifting me high. Yeah, <laughs> it's oh like that's the God. song we're picking. Yeah, <laughs> to bring everybody together. That shit made. I mean, not All that right. these movies are supposed to make sense, but goddamn, there was a mini marshmallow man 
in the movie, which is weird. I saw that in the trailers, and I was like, okay, I don't know if we need that. But it was a little strange. But it's fine. It was all right. It's it worked. Fine. I'm down with it. So you recommend though? I do. I do uh, recommend it. I say, I say, check it out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna peep this. Check it out, like Steve Brule. <laughs> hey, let's check it out for your health. I fucking love that show, Steve Brule. Same, same. So good. So Dumpster Supervisor, you were away for a week. You were yeah. In Spain. Was Is that what Spain? I just heard? Yep. What, what was the purpose, and how was it? It was just time for a little trip. I was supposed to, I was supposed to meet one of my cousins out there. He used to live in Spain. He was back there to visit, so I was like, all right, I'll go link up with him. But then he came back early. Because he got sick. Oh, no. And so uh, me and my other cousin were like, all right, should we still do it? And we just kind of threw together a last-minute plan and said, all right, we'll do it. What's, uh, what's the any kind of, like, travel restrictions, you know? Yeah, the, you got the you, COVID going if on you, you know what? If you had, uh, if you had been vaccinated, then you didn't have to get a test to get in. You just had to show you were vaccinated. Okay. And then, like, fill out some little form. But then to get back into the States, you got to get a test. Isn't it weird that it's harder to get here than anywhere else? I guess. I don't think it's harder to get here than anywhere else, but, like, certain countries are, like, come through. Yeah, yeah, I believe that. Like, Spain, super chill. Everyone just wears a mask. Like, they just they just act right. They go inside, they wear a mask. Right, they, they're not fucking around. No. You, you hang out outside, you don't wear a mask. It's, it's like, it, it's all sensical. Hey, if you like it, I love it. Yeah, it was good. Good time. I was the only person at Ghostbusters, by the way. Yeah, solo. Really? So huge, yeah. huge, huge theater. Fucking. When did you go to see it? It was at 9.30 last night on a Saturday. Wow. Really? Yeah. At, at like, like a real theater. theater theater? Theater, theater. Big ass theater. How, it was like the How much longer season. are we even going to have movie theaters? Um, I think they were actually coming back pretty well. Like when they opened it up after, um, well, unfortunately it was like after Tenant and whatnot, but they started to open up theaters a little bit more. I thought they were doing pretty well. Were well, they? They said that Ghostbusters got forty four million over the weekend, and they're saying that's a hit right now. I mean, okay. yeah. or normally a movie like that would make like half a billion 80. dollars, right, or something like that. I mean, no, like a hundred million would be nothing on a regular weekend for a Ghostbusters. Yeah, for a movie, Ghostbusters. You know? Yeah. Wow. Like, I wonder bad. how that compares to the female one because that was kind of a bomb, right? So yeah, totally. Well, that's because everybody just hates women. That yeah, that's probably it. I actually thought that movie was kind of funny. Was it? I mean, it had all these, you know, like, uh, you know, really funny actresses. And uh, they did the heartthrobby thing. They had Chris Helmsworth in it. He was funny in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was good. I dig it. I'd watch it again. Okay. I'd watch check it. it. I'll check it, it out. Now. People did hate it. But I'm glad they, I, I was, you know, I was wondering, like, are people panning this movie just because it feels like a stupid idea? Right? Or, or is it actually a bad movie? I think it was mostly because people are just super nostalgic. Yes. And they were like, no. Oh, this is different. Ghostbusters has, you know, Ray, Egon, you know what I mean? The people Mm -hmm. that I remember. We can't have this new crop. Yeah. But maybe if you flip it and you just do a new batch, but it's all kids, people can't hate on it. Because it's like It's not like they're taken away from the original. I don't know. We'll see. I'll have to watch a new one. I'll get back to you. All right. And I think you go a good land giving it to the kids, too. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You can franchise it. Kids like that shit. Kids like watching kids do cool stuff. It makes them feel like they can achieve something cool, which is yeah, like the, not uh, true. The old Stranger thing, you know? Yeah. That show was a huge hit because kids totally. were like, oh, and I can relate to this. One mm-hmm. of the kids was in Stranger's thing, Stranger Things, I believe. Yeah, oh, the, uh, the frog face kid. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what was the best meal you had in Spain? Oh, man. Um, 
Yo, that Ibirico ham is no joke. What is that all about? It's just like a cured ham. Like, yo, anywhere you go, they just got these giant pig legs just hanging in the window. Mm. It's like a cured okay. meat. And it's supposed to be like the best cured ham you can get. They cut it real thin like a prosciutto. Okay. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And it's just nice off and the salty. Hook. Yeah, that and then just like the cheeses. It was just like meat. And it was like charcuterie. Ooh, charcuterie all charcuterie day. Charcuterie all day. Man, everywhere I went, I was just like, let me just get a charcuterie sandwich. <laughs> what was the name of that ham? Ibirico, Ibirico ham. That actually, the doppelgangers got a beat. One of their instrumentals was called Ibirico ham. Oh, yep. I had never uh, heard of it before then. I like it. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, the food was amazing. Yeah, and it's cheap out there, man. The thing is, right? Their food is way better than ours, and it's just way cheaper to eat. Right. Like go, going out to eat and have a couple beverages. Like you're gonna not. You're not gonna spend more than like fifteen, twenty euros. Right, where here you'd spend that's like sixty bucks. Easy. Exactly, easy per person. Easy. Yeah, per person, exactly. And like me and my cousin just went ham. We were just drinking, eating. <laughs> went ham. Yeah, we're hey, 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 hey. hey. Uh, and, and like the, I think the most we ever paid for a meal was like sixty euros. Wow. Yeah. Sounds like that's, a good time. It, it was an oh, amazing yeah. time. Yeah, lots of hiking, lots of just take, taking. That in part the doesn't sound so great, but you know yeah. the, the food yeah, sounds no, good. Wait a minute, why not try to be healthy? Yeah, all right. Yeah. What's, what's no, I like about that the shit, salted man. meats? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me more about the capicola. Yeah. <laughs> went went to Gibraltar, dude. The Rock of Gibraltar. Yo, they got a gun there. It's called the Thousand Ton Gun. I don't oh. know if y'all know about the about Gibraltar. Would you mind educating me a little bit? It's something that I've so heard about my entire life, but I don't know what the proper significance of the Rock of Gibraltar is. So the Rock is there. The the town, the city of Gibraltar, is a UK territory. So like the British took in it, Spain. Yeah, the British took it from the Spanish at one point, and to this day refused to give it back. What dicks? Yeah, total assholes. <laughs> Sounds but all, so, all brand. Anyway, it's right there, right? <laughs> so when you're on the Rock of Gibraltar, you can look across the water and you can see. You can see Algeria. You can see Morocco. Okay. It's right there, right? And so this is the little tiny strait from the Mediterranean into the Atlantic. It's a really important trade route. Mm -hmm. And so the whole point of it was like, all right, whoever controls this can say who can bring a boat through here and who can't. And if someone tries to bring a boat through, they can shoot them with a gun. And so the British had these gigantic cannons, gigantic cannons. So one of them, and you see the bullets that go inside the cannon, and it looks like the bullet from Super Mario with the face on it. Yeah, 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 right? that the, you got to stomp on. Exactly. Like, it looks like that one, and it's, you're just like... So anyway, I guess... Uh, I don't know how they measure the uh, force of these guns, but apparently this one has, like, the force of a 1,000 tons. It's one of the biggest guns on Earth. Damn. Yeah. And they would use that to just blast <laughs> a boat if it tried to defy their... Uh, sink it yeah. immediately. Yeah. But technically, all... who has um, proper authority over that stretch right now? The, is, the is British. the British still have control of that? The British, I don't know water? what the... Can they still shoot the gun? They don't. They, the last time they shot it was like in the 70s. And then they retired it. They were like, like no, that shit fucked people. too many people up right there. They, they got full of kids. They and use, they use they, planes and drones means, to bomb yeah. people now. You don't need you know? that big ass gun no yeah. more. I'm not sure exactly. You see people what, coming a mile away now. Exactly. Yeah, but that shit's just scary anyways. I think that they've just like solidified their grasp on the trade there in, in such a way that the, the gun is no longer necessary. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean. Like they've got there, such a stranglehold There's so much commerce coming through there anyway. You know what yeah. I mean? Maybe you don't need to. 
you know, deter people as much. Although I heard there was a big, like, immigration people uh, problem coming from people from, like, you know, places like Morocco and whatnot. For just, sure. like, northern Africa trying to get over to Spain for, yep. like, you know, for work reasons. Mm-hmm. I heard this whole thing on yeah. uh, NPR about, you know, people actually, unfortunately, dying on the way sure, over. Sure, on these, you know, ti- on these tiny shit boats, boats, right? That are just capsizing. Yep. And, like, there's, like, a whole situation where bodies are just floating ashore and they have to try to figure out how to identify these people and where to bring them back to. It's yeah. just a, <clears throat> it's a real sad story. I'll send Humanitarian you Humanitarian crisis over there. Yeah, if you want to if you want to cry for about 20 minutes. Yeah, send that on over. I'll do that. Good. It was good. I'll give I get I'll get my weep on, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay, so real quick though, I'll give you one story, right? Me and my cousin Shoot. are just walking around. I love stories. We're walking around the rock. We're just walking, the rock. walking. The we, rock. We uh <laughs> We get to this one point where there's like a tunnel. I just saw Sean Connery and Dwayne Johnson mashed together. Welcome to the rock. The rock. I'm sorry. Continue. So anyway, we're just walking around, walking around. We're trying to find this one place where you can like walk up the rock. You take like a hike up to the top of this mountain. Stop doing that. Yes, please stop. So anyway, we run into there's like these three middle school kids. They're just like hanging out. And we're like, hey, you guys know where this thing is? And they're like, oh, but yeah, we know where it is. Like, where are you guys from? You know, and we're Uh-oh. just like, oh, we're from, uh, you know, be a Jack the movie. States. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, they're little kids, and they're just they're talking, and we're like, yeah, like, what's life like here? Like, you guys get bored? And they're like, oh yeah, it's boring as all hell. But like the other day, there was like a crazy fight. Like some dude got hit by a car. You want to see? And what? I'm like, yeah. So the kid pulls out his phone. He shows me this video, and it's a video of like this insane brawl taking place in the street. People are like smashing each other with chairs, and then they're like, watch that guy. Watch that guy. Like the guy gets hit by a chair. He goes and gets in his car and then takes the car and smashes into someone, just drives the car into him full speed. Jesus I'm Christ. like, when did this happen? They're like, oh, it happened yesterday. <laughs> what? You just missed yeah. it, man. He's like, the guy who got hit by the car, he had stabbed another guy in the heart with a screwdriver the day before. Holy shit. I'm like, wow, Gibraltar's lit like that, huh? <laughs> They're like, yeah. Then he jumped out. He he fucking hang glided off the rock right quick out of there. Over here, we're like, I'm going to pop the trunk. He's like, no, I'm going to hit you with the trunk. Yeah. Fucking with the screwdriver in the heart. I was like, this is nuts. Like, you you usually, you, you know, you go on vacation places, you don't get that kind of insight into what goes on there. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's Billy Beans. Fuck <laughs> He's <laughs> nuts. I'm like, what? Yeah. Well, most of us go on vacation. Why is a, like, every hotels. Billy Bean nuts? You, know, like, you stay in, like, you know, hostels. Nah, <laughs> I stay in hotels now. I've, I've matured. I, stay, I, stay I, like to, hotels. I like to stay in a tent, honestly, when I go to places, but that wasn't really an option. The only person there. I know that... Purposely uh, searches for shanty towns when he goes on vacation. Jesus, <laughs> you ever been to the Pop- Popeye shanty town thing? Nah, what's that? So like you, um, back in the day, you know the Popeye movie, Robin Williams, yeah, and fucking Shelley Duvall. Yep, yep. So like off the coast of Italy, uh, they filmed that movie. Uh-huh. So they came in and they built the Popeye town, like legitimately. Built oh the wow! Town. And after mm-hmm. they left, uh-huh. they just left all the shit there. No shit. And so then, like, with the countrymen or whatever came through, and they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to fucking own this. So now you can go it. there and visit, and it's like you can do all the Popeye shit there. Really? They yeah. use it as, like, a tourist attraction. Yeah, tourist attraction. Yeah. Fucking Popeye world. Smart. It's fucking awesome. Epic. I got to go there someday. Yeah, man. Let me know about those frequent Let's fires. roll, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just up like Bluto. I, w- I already look like fucking Bluto. <laughs> I don't even need to dress up like Bluto. I'm like... <laughs> I just need suspenders, and I'm fucking good. Shit. Hey, so, we uh, should uh, talk about rap music. Yeah, we should. Yeah, yeah we're, we're going to talk about some Wu-Tang. Yeah, it's only, we're only 15 minutes in, right? <laughs> no, no big deal. Housekeeping. Yeah. Uh, 
We're yeah, Wu Tang. Wu Tang. Uh, the supervisor was just telling us that he went to go see members of the Wu Tang. That's right. Last night, man. Uh, Ghostface, Raekwon, and the Genius. The Genius. Where was this at? House of Blues. How was that? House of Blues, Boston. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, how was that? It was lit. It was. How- a, they put on a great show. It was kind of like. The first the first hour I was there, like there wasn't even a DJ. They were just like playing like old soul like songs. Okay. Like what is happening? Wait here? a minute, what? Yeah, like I'm, they just had like a iPod hooked okay, up. Okay, so they're like, like, boom, show starts at six thirty. I'm like, definitely not going at six thirty. Never show up at like eight, and then from eight to nine, it was just like not even a DJ out there. Just like um, I, the place was full too. People were just mulling about. So anyway, finally a DJ That's comes annoying. out, starts spinning, gets the crowd hype, and then boom. The genius comes out, and uh, but what time are we talking? Uh, I don't know, probably nine thirty ish. How <laughs> drunk was the genius? So this, <laughs> I wanted to talk about this. Whoa. This was the least drunk whoa, whoa, I've whoa. I've ever seen him. For perform. the record, there's been speculation <laughs> that you know the genius may have been drizzed a time or two. A time or two, yeah. On stage, I mean, I've seen him perform a few times, and every time I was like, yeah, "This dude's kind of." So one time I actually met him backstage. Heems was opening up for him. Okay. Heems, Himanchu. Yeah, that's right. And he, Good friend of the show. He, go ahead. He's a friend of a friend. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, yeah, let's go backstage. We'll hang out with Heems, da 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 you know? And the genius just back there drinking gin, like, straight out the bottle, Jesus you know? And he was, he was super chill. We got to meet him, like, yeah. great dude, you know? But, like, nope. So this time, like, it was the best performance I've ever seen out of him. Killed it, huh? He killed it. He killed it. And, uh, you know, Liquid so Swords is he, one of the greatest albums of all time. Is that what he performs, is Liquid Swords? Almost all. Really? Okay. Wow. But he did do uh, some stuff from 36 Chambers. And so he, he does his set. He's got probably 10 songs in. Killer Priest come out? Nope. No, okay, no special no guests. But he's killing it, right? And he's doing that. He does Fourth Chamber, and then boom, Ghostface comes out. Word. For Fourth Chamber. Word. And then, okay. and then oh, they got a nice segue. Right exactly. Yeah. And then they kind of transitioned. Raekwon came out, and they did a set for a minute. They did, you know, just all the smash hits, brought a lot of real good energy. The crowd was going crazy. And then towards the end of their set, Jizza comes back out. And they performed for another like 15, 20 minutes. Doing Wu Tang stuff. Wu-Tang exactly, stuff? just doing okay. Wu Tang stuff. It was a great, it was an awesome show. That sounds dope, actually. Yeah. And you ran into Esoteric. No. Yeah. No? What? I thought I saw a picture of you and Esso. Nah, that was that was me and uh, Don Deff and my man, and my man, and the manager. Oh, the, man- the manager, manager kind of looks like he does esoteric. look like esoteric. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was, I thought it was like it was kind of blurry too. So yeah. I was like, oh, I thought that was esoteric. What are you doing? You know, contributed nothing to this. Conversation. Come on, come on, <laughs> trying to help out here. <laughs> really, he's, the he's, rock. He's doing his best. Yeah. The rock. Yeah. The rock. That was good. That's uh, quite good. But yeah, so these guys are on tour. If I can defend the Jizzle for a second, please. yeah, go ahead. I definitely. Um, he he came and performed. Uh, liquid Swords, you know, many, many years ago. Was this one of these tours where he was like, it was billed as him doing the whole album? Yeah, and he did the whole entire album. I think it was the, okay. first, the first one, like yeah. the first time he uh, it, was going around touring that, with maybe that. Maybe like Great Scott or something like that. You know oh, wow, I mean? small it venue. It was a really small venue. Wow. But incredible. That's what's From up. From top to bottom. I mean, to see I him mean? at a small venue like that, too. And it was Was that was the one that Griffith thick. got kicked out of? It sure was. It sure was. Keep your hands off women. <laughs> he, got Go, a little. he got what he deserved. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was phenomenal. Word. Great show. So I know I've heard the rumors about, you know, yeah. sometimes, you know, I mean, had a little. Yeah, it happens. But hey, nobody's perfect. I get drunk sometimes too. Hey. I don't. Um, but whatever. <laughs> hey, we all have our vices. Um, 
So, yeah, the show was sick. I know these dudes are on a big tour. They're doing, like, 20, 30 cities or something. Uh, and you said that uh, Ghost and Ray were just in uh, Drink Champs, That's too. right, and they just did a Drink Champs episode, which is uh, highly entertaining. Yeah. Check that out. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, man, and in Ghostface, I think it was 20 years for Bulletproof Wallets uh, this week. Yeah. Really? Which is, uh, damn. That's right, and people were talking old- on the internet about Bulletproof Wallets and about how it was really one of the worst rollouts of an album that ever Took Mad place. different versions, right? Mad different versions. Sure, were, yeah. Playlist on the actual CD does not match. I, I may mean, have one of these CDs where it's like, this doesn't even make any sense. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not the song that's on this compact disc. <laughs> oh, I definitely have at least one copy around here. There's like four way. different versions of the album. And all of them are like, you know, there was the Watch song that didn't make it. There was the um, this, the song with Risen and Slick Rick that didn't make it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, it's like alternate versions. It's like and Mad of Those Songs popped up on Ghostface mixtapes. She's doing like an on. ultimate version yeah, of all of them shit. Shortly thereafter. Shortly Come thereafter. On. Yep. Which makes sense why he had so many that he put out in like a year and a half, a two year span. Sound like the wind. What the, what yeah, is why, that? Why is there a wind? Somebody just opened the door? Yeah, what is that? That's weird. Is there haunting in here? <laughs> what the fuck? Is there a storm going on I don't know about? You heard that too, right? Yeah, of course I heard it. Very strange. Yeah, I'm not tripping. I wonder if that was just on our headphones. But so one thing I want to wow. say about Bulletproof Wallets <laughs> is the first single off that, the Carl cold, Thomas song. Cold all of a sudden. <laughs> what storm the storm from the X-Men just came in. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 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 like a Rain cloud over Jesus us. Jesus Christ. Damn. But y'all seen that... Um, that music video with Carl Thomas, I'd never be the same again. Oh, yeah. Mm. Come my on. Shit. That's one of the best music videos. That's, that's one of the best rap right music videos of all time. <laughs> they got this dude, Ghostface, wearing a bathrobe in court <laughs> with a gold eagle on his arm. Yeah, yeah, oh, my God. That, <laughs> Is we, Ghostface the best rapper to be on R&B songs? I think so, in my opinion. Or are they rap songs that just happen to have an R&B dude singing the hook? I think that, that he he can do either. He can do the guest spot on your R and B song, or he can come through and do a joint with Neo yeah. or Carl Thomas, and and it's and, and, flawless. And destroy it. Yeah. Let, let's get into this. This is and, too and good. And it's always just fun to hear Ghost because he, he's oh. never how never know how he's going to bring it. You know, it's true. No, you know how he's going to bring it. He's oh, going yeah. to tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. My 
can push through the grimiest streets, then throw it up like, that's my nigga. Anybody got something bad to say, son, will come through and deliver. Brushing off his 88 clocks, I can't touch him. I bet a wide on it, y'all can't fuck with him. Semi-shy and I'm laid back. Crystal hats, heard your water broke. I was like, pew, and I ran back. I ran back fast, broke my arm in the mix. To find out this bird nigga tapping my shit. It's a right dough, maybe he came up with the right dough. Bigger dick, I don't know, must have been the best flow. This thing here, every man in the world goes through. But fuck that, I put a lot of money up, I'm hating. I never the same again. I should never understand. It's, I think, you know, no one ever mentions that album amongst, nah. amongst his best albums. No one is ever like, oh, yeah. I wasn't but- a fan when it came out, but I really like it now. Same. I think that, that I got the same perspective as you. You know, when it first came out, I'm like, I was used to Iron Man. I was used to those yeah, older Wu-Tang yeah. albums, and it didn't fit It wasn't raw me. like that. I mean, uh, Ghostface is raw like that, but the beats and everything Sound, like that yeah, was totally. But now it really, yeah, it aged really well it to did. me. It did. Yeah. What do you got, Jelani? I think you guys are just hating. <laughs> I'm not hating. It's just it wasn't well received. I love this album. I'm it wasn't, it wasn't well, re- well received by you. Okay, when it That's came fine. out, you, you you were like, "This See, is a you know slap." What? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to put myself back in there. Yeah, you know what I mean. But like, just looking through the, because uh, that one came out after like a year after Supreme Clientele. Yeah, which is a hard thing to follow up. Yeah, I mean, off of the strength of that, I think we're all kind of expecting. More, let's just say. Of course, and what he, the energy he brought on Supreme Clientele was insane. Oh, and then we jumped into from that one to the Pretty Tony album. No, it feels like there was something no. in between there. Fish no? scale? No, it was right between to the, the Pretty Tony album. Wallace to Pretty it, it Tony. Was, from there, it, and then okay, Fish scale Pretty Tony. Was, the, what about the R and B joint? Was that Pretty Tony or was that something else? No, the Wizard of Poetry. The Wizard Ghostini? of Poetry. That was Ghostini. Way later. That was like that was post Fish. <laughs> post Fish. Yeah, you know what? That was that was. Post more fish. 
Yeah. I think that was after the big doe rehab. I think you're right. Oh man, we gotta we could we could go we could go a whole show with just GFK. For sure. And I That's think stretch. you know, when we were talking about MF Doom, you were like, Well, hang tight, like Ghostface had a run like that too. Oh yeah. And I think you're right. Like he just had back to back to back slappers. All these albums, and they all sound different too, man. Yeah, he's I mean, always on some other shit. Fish and more fish sound similar, but bulletproof wallets, pretty Tony. But that's, these are different, that was how different it's supposed albums. to be, though, right? Because yeah, you got fish and more fish, so yep. obviously you're gonna kind of keep the same shit. Yep. Oh, but he's got all those weird concept albums too. Totally. Um, the Woo Block, that, yep. that shit was great, right? Mm-hmm. Him and the locks. Mm-hmm. I don't know these um, the track list. I feel like. Are there you are looking? so many bangers on Bulletproof Wallets. Yeah. Pop yo collar. <laughs> oh, are you kidding me? That song is crazy. Um, dun, 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 dun. But even like, um, got the forest on here. You yep. know what I mean? Go showers was great. Oh, man. That's Theodore, funny. I, I remember like, oh, man, yeah. the, the whole Theodore unit era uh-huh. of the Ghostface Killer Saga, you yeah. know, just amazing. Theodore. Love it. Came through wearing like the who's, Letterman who's jackets. His, who's this boy there? Uh, Trife? Strife to God, Strife yeah. to God was all over those albums. Spitting good verses too. Yeah, he was yeah, nice. man. He was always good with it. Yeah, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, good stuff. I was looking yeah. up some uh, so <clears throat> some Ghostface R and B joints. And I was thinking, like, I think they're rap albums with R and B dudes on them. Uh huh. Yeah, I think they're rap songs. They're rap they songs. couldn't. They couldn't be just solely. You know, on their own R and B songs. Yeah, like sure, Sheila Ghost wouldn't be the same without. No, of course not. No. Ghost and you got on it. No, you know I was thinking I mean? more along the lines of like um, that song you did with Neo. Uh, back like that. Yeah. Which I don't think would be the same if he wasn't on it. No, of course not. I mean, Neo, Neo's great. Do your thing, Neo. Yeah. Fucking big head. Hey, Ghost Neo. got a lot of sleeper hits like that though, too. Like uh-huh. you know, like crossover this, hits. Yeah, a lot of crossover hits. Yo, first time I heard Amy Winehouse. Was on was Ghostface on, from song. The Ghostface? Yeah, that was her song. I know, I know. That ended up on his album. True, that's crazy. And, and then her version of it without him on it ended up being like a multi platinum hit. I didn't realize how much Nas had to do with her. Oh, really? Coming, uh, you know, getting signed again, put on around here. I didn't, I didn't know about that either. I watch a whole documentary about her. Okay, again, if you guys want to be sad. Yeah, yeah it's probably a sad back one to too, back right? with the fucking Amy Winehouse That's and the Britney Murphy fucking yeah, man. documentaries. I, like it's to, all down the I watch the real super depressing stuff. Yeah, I could and the old that. lady watches like murder docs. And, uh, you know okay, I mean? and she's all up on that stuff. So you know, just we, to kind of cheer things like, up. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, I'm gonna sleep. I'm gonna put on this Foxcatcher documentary. Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, you don't know the DuPont family? <laughs> um, so, yeah, Ghost and Ray, right? They go on Drink Champs. I haven't had a chance to take in the whole episode because it's like four hours long. But um, one piece of it, he's talking about uh, the style that he brought on Supreme Clientele. And he's basically just like, he's like, yo, I just came. I was like, I'm just going to come with this style where I just say mad, crazy words. That all just sound good together. Don't even matter if it means anything. And he's like, yo, dudes who's over there trying to decipher my lyrics, I don't even know what it means. (laughs) (laughs) You know? (laughs) Which makes sense. And he was like, eventually I I knew I had to just stop doing that. (laughs) (laughs) And it's funny because he came out and he did it. He had that style that was that era for him, right? And then he just like started making sense again. Yeah, that shit was hot though. Oh, it was amazing. 
I gave you a grace period, nigga. Woo. I supposed to stretch you a long time ago. I supposed True. to stretch you a long time ago. <laughs> and you know, it's funny because he's speaking about that style in reference to Action Bronson on the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, he's like, you know. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't just it now. wasn't just the voice. He's like, I wasn't mad about the voice. He's like, the voice is what it is. Like, I met the dude. I talked to him. He's cool, you know. Yeah. But like that style, the like, style that, itself. That was that style, and I made that style. He ain't, he ain't wrong. Yeah, he ain't wrong. He he has mad styles though. Yeah, I mean, he could say yeah, he invented everything. I guess you know. And I would believe him. Yeah. Yeah. There was this <laughs> one interview with Cool Keith. You know, when Cool <clears throat> Keith first came out. Mm-hmm. Ultra Magnetic, he had like a bunch of songs where he doesn't even really rhyme. Mm-hmm. Like on Ego Sounds tripping. like a lot of cool keys. <laughs> yeah, but especially then, and, and he talks about it too. He it, he talks about it very similarly. He's like, I knew I wasn't going to get away with that for too long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, I, he's like, it was ill. Dudes are like, this is ill, but I knew I couldn't just keep rapping and not rhyming. So then I started <laughs> rhyming after that. <laughs> well, he, he tried it for as long as he could. Yeah, he did. And he had the vision. He did. Son, I had the vision. Mm-hmm. He's seen it. Like a, like a twenty-seven like a, in zenith. Like a zenith. Believe it. Um, we're going to talk about the Wu Tang show. I finally fin- I finished it up, man. How? What did you think? I thought it was really good. I thought as I was watching, and it was getting deeper and deeper, like episode five, and whatnot. I was like, I don't know why I didn't watch this sooner. I told you. And uh, how do you like it compared to the first season? Hmm. I think there was a lot more to do in the first season as far as like introducing characters and whatnot yeah. and just, you know, explaining their environment without like saying it, you know, putting it too on the nose. You know what I mean? They kind of show you instead of telling you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like watch and observe them doing their everyday thing and you can kind of see how their lives are and how they're intermingling. Yes. And a lot of the people not getting along, not knowing each other, but more so the people that knew each other but hated each other. Mm. And how they had to come together to form the group. What, what? Who had that kind of dynamic? Ghost and Ray. They didn't like each other. Nah, that's crazy. Uh, Not at all. Was it uh, Raekwon shot at uh, Ghostface's house? Really? Yes. This is a true story. I don't, I don't know. know. I, I believe this was actually one of the Rizzo books that I read. Okay. The story. So they I believe this is at least somewhat true. Something related to this, but like in the allegedly show, in the allegedly. show, it showed that. Ghost was in the house with his two handicapped little brothers. Wow. And Ray and another gentleman sprayed up the whole place. Nobody got hit. But and wow. so that's deliberately kind of the uh the dynamic of the second season basically starts off with um that Rizza trying to form the group, the Wu Tang clan. Gotcha. He he uh, he had uh either like left the label or got dropped from his label yeah. after the Prince Rocky shit. And he was Boy. like, all right, fuck this. So he went in like the studio and just, or his little basement there and just made mm-hmm. beats. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he's like, all right, we got to do this shit. And like, I think the, one of the main or my favorite storyline is with ghost and Ray mm-hmm. and seeing them go from like bitter rivals to really hating each other and them trying to, you know, get them together, obviously to be in this group that RZA is trying to form. Mm-hmm. And then uh, them becoming actually really tight. But you see the acting is actually pretty good in it. And especially because you see the animosity between them and then like 
trying to warm up to one another or still like not trusting. There's always like, you know, somebody will do something nice for him, but somebody will give him like a kind of a side eye like the fuck. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, Should we just go ahead and just spoil the whole shit for everybody? Yeah. Yeah. I like, course, what, I yeah. like what you're saying. Uh, but yeah, so if yeah, anybody's alert, listening now, fuckers. if you haven't watched it, I'm just going to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. It's just watch gonna, it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to all come out. It's really good, though. But yeah, exactly what you're saying. They did a good job, the actors, of showing how much they still disliked each other. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they were. It, it was kind of the same purpose. But like, at one point in time, Raekwon, and during the second season, is actually when he changes his name to Raekwon, because mm-hmm. he goes by Shock uh-huh. for the rest of the series leading up to it. And, like, he does, like, an overtly kind thing for ghosts, like, without him knowing it. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, the first, like, you know, Olive Branch. That's the you know Olive what Branch I mean? Um, There's a situation where ghosts, his girl's coming to town with a newborn baby of theirs. and Who you know, happens to be Riz's sister. Sister. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so it's a whole other drama on top of drama. Wow. I wonder how much of this, like, how what do y'all know about how accurate this is? Like, ha, have the clan well, the members R- spoken the RZA, on it? The RZA, according well, people ask the Wu members, like, well, hey, what, what about this show? Nobody has anything to do with the show except for the RZA. Oh, really? And nobody says really boo about it either. They just go, uh-huh. we just let the RZA do what he yeah, wanted to do. Yeah, that's his project. Yeah. And they, they say nothing about, like, they don't dispute anything. Or Funny you mention that, because at one point in time, <laughs> and in the second season, he says... It kind of gets everybody into the uh, into a room, like they're ready to like not even sign in the contract, but just like you guys need to trust me, you yeah. know, um, and let me take care of everything. You know, I need time, I need trust, and I forget what else he says. I have it written down. Yeah, and, and, I'll, and I'll make it. I'll make it dope. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. So probably the same thing here. Regarding they're like, this. hey, let me do this for you guys, and you know, I'll get y'all some money, mm-hmm. you know, and we'll, we're gonna do this show. I'll make y'all look pretty good. And we're good to go, probably. And they're probably like, okay, yeah. I mean, you've been right so many other times. Might as well let you do this, too. You yeah. Because um, I'd only imagine they're getting some loot on that one, too, on, on this show. If their likenesses are being oh, they used yes. like that, you know they what I mean? Be. They, they really go in, and I guess the other storyline is like Old Dirty Bastard. You kind of see how they kind of, they really humanize him in this show. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you watch Old Dirty Bastard in interviews and you see him here and there and he always just, you know, he's always on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's like a Robin Williams type yeah. where he can never just be chill, right? And if there's a camera or something around, he's going to be... Always on 10. He's going to be, yeah, yeah. he or, or always on 11 for that matter, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like, they actually show him, like, make him into a human on this. Yeah, he's kind of crazy Old Dirty Bastard, but, like, you know, he's naive and, like, I don't know, he comes off as kind of young and, like... Like, I don't know. The the actors do a really good job of mm-hmm. portraying him um, and just make him not to be like off a goofball. You know yeah. what I mean? Just uh, and I don't know. He's very good on that show. What do you think of old Dirty Bastard storyline there on there? I think it was um, very good. And because he is the RZA's cousin, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the show also has to do with the RZA's older brother, Divine. Yes, and he so, helps fund the show, uh, fund the Wu Tang Clan, kind of. But the show starts out way back in season one. Divine, I believe, is just getting out of prison for I think a drug charge or something. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you know, he's on parole, probation. So he's got to be, you know, on the up and up. Mm-hmm. And it's like a struggle for him to stay on the straight and narrow. But mm-hmm. hence, like the Riz is like, no, I got to do this. You got to be, you know, you got to be square. You got to be straight, or else they're just going to send you back. 
Mm-hmm. And so a lot of this season is Divine actually realizing that he's going to be better serving them as like more of a manager. Yeah. You know, making sure everything, you know, everything that they're doing is on the up and up so they mm-hmm. don't get fucked again. Kind of how yeah. happened to the Rizzo in season one. Mm-hmm. And um, at one point in time, the Rizzo kind of makes a decision on behalf of Old Dirty. Yes. About a contract, um, like about a solo album. Because they also go into like the RZA had everybody sign a contract, so they do this album with Loud, I believe. Loud it was. Records, right? And uh, Steve Rifkin, I believe. Yeah, Steve mm-hmm. Rifkin, kind of taking a big chance, less money, but more creative uh, flexibility yeah. and control. And so agreed to this one album deal, but then gave everybody individually the choice of whoever they, they want, want to make. You want a solo deal anyway. You want a solo yep. deal, do it anywhere. You're For not, sure. This is all part of the story, right? And that's this. why all five yeah, of you those have first the, solo Wu albums came out on different labels. Yeah, yeah. You have the Wu-Tang Clan, and then you have each individual member as their own people. Then you which, don't, is, mm-hmm. which is kind of unheard of. At that time. Yeah, it was. At that time, you know special. what I mean? It's like normally you would, if you're the record label, you yeah. know, you want creative control over everybody. Yeah, you know, you're like, I got all these artists now. For as long as possible. And there is... At one point in time, again, greatly acted. I, I didn't really, I don't know too many people mm-hmm. on this show, but yeah, Dave East of, on there it, and yeah. oh, okay. Joey Badass. Okay, I lied then. I, I <laughs> Who does Dave East play? Method Man. Method Man. Oh no, shit. He's kind of got that swagger about him too. The kid that plays the Reza has his like Joey Badass. No, he does not play the Reza. Really? He does not. Who does Joey Joey Badass play? Um, I forget. Do your googles. What you asking me for? I can't write everything down. Um, Are you sure? I'm pretty sure it's Joey Badass. but It is not, dude. It is not. It's the same kid who was in this other movie called um, Captive State that I just randomly saw the other night with like John Goodman. These aliens came to town. Weird stuff. But he gets like the Rizzo mannerisms down. Mm-hmm. Like okay. his uh, his cadence. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the, I'm like, damn, this dude is good. It's good. This dude actually... Sounds like he's yeah. the ruler yeah, totally. zigzags. That man, that man got a very uh, specific way of speaking. Okay, Ashton Sanders. He's good. He's really good. What else is he in? Um, let me check this uh, gentleman out here. He's got he's that familiar good, face, yeah. right? Um, he's in Moonlight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no shit. Okay, so he was in the Academy uh, the Award equal, the movie. Equalizer. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He's a kid who paints outside. Yep. That's the one outside. you mentioned, Captive State, and another one called uh, The Retrieval. And Moonlight is an that Academy sure Award winning movie. There sure is. Is that was that Best Picture? Sure so, was. Yeah. With His uh, birthday Mahersha was a couple Ali. weeks ago. Happy birthday to. Happy birthday, kid. He's, uh, he's four days before me, but I'm a hundred years older. Than so he plays the RZA. And who the hell is, is The kid that plays uh, Raekwon is very good, too. Also, kind of cool. It goes into a lot of, like, the religious stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I was thinking the 5% stuff. A lot of 5% play, of play stuff. A, a yeah, with the Jizza. But then there's a lot of, like, uh, kind of like a rivalry with, like, uh, you know, the black Israelites. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. they kind of go get into that, a little bit of back and forth between them. Mm-hmm. And um, Raekwon's mom, it shows her a lot, like, doing stuff in the church. Uh-huh. And, like, at one point in time during the second season, it spends a couple episodes of him just kind of stuck trying to decide, if am I going to slang dope? Mm-hmm. Or am I going to, you know, like, try to really commit to this music thing? Mm-hmm. You know, and his mom just, like, you know, just get off them streets. You know, essentially, like, just kind of yeah. pleading with them. Mm-hmm. So, like, it, it, it kind of covers all the bases. 
That's cool. Man. I really, uh, I really recommend it. It's very well done. I, I got to check it out. Don't worry. Now that I have a TV, I'll have to write down the. Oh yeah. Now that you have the TV, I'll write down the, um, the usernames and the passwords. Sick. And yeah, they show like the, yeah the coming up of the jizzle. Like he's at the park, like freaking like uh, doing the five percent thing, and mm-hmm. he's like, uh, they're always like got beef with like who who's across the street from him, like the black Israelites or something like that. Yeah, I just said it about oh, 45 yeah, yeah, seconds yeah. ago. That was nice of you to pay yeah, attention. Yeah, I was paying attention. Yes, I was but reading. there is like a, not really conflict, but there's, there's always an argument. Yeah, there's I mean? a mutual there's respect, always, but there, there's, they, they, like, they're always trying to convert. Like each theological other. argument. Yeah, yeah, it's not like they're about to like come to blows or something, but mm-hmm. it's like, I will murder you with my words and my knowledge. Mm-hmm. You know, but I don't know. The, uh, I mean, the, all of Wu-Tang music is so... Uh, saturated in five percent oh absolutely ideology you know i think it's important that they're, they're talking about that because a lot of people don't know even be people who know wu-tang don't know about like what a five percent the hell they're actually talking exactly. about they don't know what the fuck they're talking about <laughs> when they say what's today's mathematics God, yeah you know exactly what I mean? exactly they think that this is just like some slang right but that has no, but like they, a uh, theological they, basis they absolutely touch on it mm-hmm. and uh a lot of things are really cool that i noticed um the the costumes, mm-hmm. it looks like, you know, yeah, yeah. They got the right gear. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. New York City. Yeah, Raekwon's like, got the snow beach. Oh, where they so say they much, show him rocking it's it? so much low gear. All the, um, like so if much you, low. If you're familiar with, like, old Woo pictures, yeah. like, if you just kind of see that shit around, like, you know, Raekwon, like, chilling, like, in, like, the winter, like, in the leather jacket with, like, uh-huh. the, like, the, uh, like, the, I don't know. It looks like a scally cap on. Yep. Kind of like a, almost like, like a Sherlock looking they, hat. They take all those old photographs and they find those clothes and they, and they make that they, happen. They, they, they make that happen. You yeah, know what n- I mean? Not even like the butter, butter soft. That's like those like hard leather. Yeah. yeah you I know. know what I mean? Like, yep. Oh God, how um, did they find this? When one, at one point when they're trying to shop the deal, right? Mm-hmm. Like they really want to kind of Def Jam's like really interested in them mm-hmm. or they're really interested in old dirty bastard. So they yeah, bring yeah. the Wu-Tang clan to, sure. um, the Carl Kanai. Yeah, I believe it was strictly Carl Kanai gear. Yeah, they're like, oh yeah, like, we, oh my god, look at that baby blue Kanai. <laughs> and they're yeah, all yeah. like, they're, they're all just got mad shit. <laughs> Fucking ghost faces, like taking mad stuff. He's like, I get stuff for my girls. Like, I don't even know what size she is, but I'm getting everything. Uh, I forget who she plays, but the the head of Def Jam, the person they're talking to at the time, is played by Lala. Okay, and she is good, good. Yeah, she does good. a good job. Like I think when uh, when they go to meet her. And like they play the tape for her or whatever, or she's already heard it. She's like says something along the lines of, "I know if I'm gonna sign somebody or not when I listen to their music. If my pussy gets wet, <laughs> and I was like, you know what, I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> this show is good. And you know, like, that was like the first episode, right? Yeah. The, and and so the second like, season, they like, call it back later on. You know, um, Riz's brother is talking to her. He's like, so uh, is your pussy wet? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just good. It's it's actually a really well written show. Right. Boom, boom, boom." Got to peep it. All right, work. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get up on it. Your boy Chris Partlow from The Wire is in it. Oh yeah, he comes in season two. I'm like, wait a minute, I know this dude, but he's oh. like clean shaven. You know what I mean? Like dressed down. He helps them out um, later on, as far as like uh, helping with the management and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like they have, uh, they get into a, a real issue with with money, and shows how like they're they're, they're making all these. Songs and whatnot, and they finally bring it to shop it around, and just the quality is shit. So, like, they finally bring it to a radio station. He's like, "It's great, but it sounds like hell. Like, you got you got to be in a studio, you know, if you want it to be able to actually 
be heard by the masses properly. Mm-hmm. So that's a whole nother other thing. They got to get more money and like where's the money coming from? All the conflicts, you know? Yeah. But it's great. All right. Great. Good. I'm going to send you home with my little notepad. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> I got the uh, I got the cliff notes right here. All right. Sick. Yeah, it, it, it's a really good show, man. Uh, I, uh, great music. They play a lot of music of the time, uh-huh. like during the episodes, you know, mm-hmm. so it'll be like a lot of like Big Daddy like King. Kane. Yeah, I was like, thinking uh, Juice Crew oh, kind of stuff. An- another storyline we can go on to is uh, Inspector Deck. He's got uh, some cool shit on there, too. Like, he starts off as like just like this graffiti artist who's kind of like kind of in the background, just doing uh-huh. like random shit. Um, they're in the uh, like a random stairway. Right. And uh, it's like Method Man and I think Ghostface, Raekwon. And then like Deck is like in the background, like spray painting, tagging some shit up. Dude comes in with the gun or whatever. And like he drops the gun and he shoots Raekwon in the leg. Uh-huh. And then uh, and then like you kind of see Deck's story go from there. Like he gets busted and uh, doing some graffiti. And then that's when he's writing the verse for Cream. Like as I'm handcuffed in the back of a bus, 40 of us. Mm-hmm. And you see him like building the song and then like. You know, obviously it comes up later when they all go in the studio and then it, it's all really well done, especially like when they're making music together. It's uh, it's pretty good. They do a good job. Some of them you can tell they can't rap with the shit, but like yeah. other ones, they're they're, uh, you know, obviously. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's the because he's actually in jail. And he's yeah. like writing it out on the wall. Yeah, exactly. Like he can like, see the words like he can. And the way they do it is like really kind of cool and interesting like you know? visually like you see the words kind of floating uh-huh. around around his head you know yeah. as he's coming up with stuff <laughs> yeah i know that like, effect yeah, and yeah like they'll like have like quickly like some uh fruit ninja type stuff like slicing through the words yeah you know yeah i mean like as it's doing and you hear like just great uh great sound effect work also Super um sick. great references also and they talk uh obviously it's very kung fu oriented yeah yeah you know what oh, i mean yeah. there's a whole episode where they show the killer yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like Raekwon showing Ghostface the killer uh-huh. for the first time. He's like, well, you never seen this, son? Uh-huh. I'm about to put you on. My killer tape. <laughs> exactly. So it brings you see it's those small little details. Yeah. You know what I mean? That are uh, really, really cool. Um, Which also helped their bonding process because they were still kind of like, you know, wishy-washy on each other at the mm-hmm. time. But he's like, you know, shows a little vulnerability. He's like, nah, what's this? Uh-huh. You know, and. He couldn't help but love it, you know, as yeah, he was yeah. watching it. And, you know, good stuff, man. Uh, they show them going out west to Jack the Rapper show. Oh, word. Um, mm-hmm. And them kind of getting stiffed and them, like, kind of, like, you know, just taking the stage by storm. Like, they just storm the stage and, you know, just do their whole set or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, place goes bonkers. Uh, that was really good, too, because, like, they had this whole conflict of them, like, trying to get on, getting onto this show, mm-hmm. you know. Steve has got him on there, and uh, the RZA trying to work hard to get on there. And then you have all these background characters like the RZA's, uh Is it his brother, uh, Divine, or is it yeah his, his older, older brother? brother. Mm-hmm. And then there's another guy who was like, who, who who's the rival that they're now like together? Like he's got the dad who's in the the shop that does the shirts or whatever. That's power. Power. So Power mm-hmm. and the Riz's brother Divine had some kind of relationship. I believe maybe, see, I don't remember the first season as well, but I think maybe uh, Divine, the Riz's brother, went to prison on something that he and Power were doing together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they were slanging D together mm-hmm. like way back when, so they have a history. Okay. And yeah, that there's a whole episode where they're on the ferry and the Riz is trying to get everybody together. It's like, 
it's like a Japanese showdown kind of movie. Uh-huh. All these people hate each other. You know what I mean? They do like a but Mexican standoff and stuff. Yeah, it's very cool. They're, on one, yeah, yeah. they're in one place and it's like you can't leave. You know, you guys are all ah, here for all yeah, that Staten Island Ferry. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? And you can't go nowhere. Mm-hmm. And so it's uh, Power, Divine, and the RZA and Ghostface, you know, hating on each other to the point where like Ghostface is like buying a gun off of somebody on the ferry because mm-hmm. he thinks he's about to get popping. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he's, yeah, like, um, he's got beef with. Um, Power and uh, both of them and yeah. Raekwon, uh-huh. because obviously you know they, they're the ones responsible for uh, shooting up at his house. Yeah, yeah. So, but then Ghostface did some foul stuff and went to Power's like parents' mm-hmm. work. You know yeah. what I mean? And flashed the heat on him. You know what I uh-huh. mean? So there was yeah, bad yeah, yeah. on both sides. That's what's up. Everybody's doing bad. <laughs> you know? But hey, we're all young ones, right? Yeah, we're all young. Yeah. yeah. But um, actually, speaking about that ferry ride. Just off topic, but topical on Saturday Night Live last night, your boy Pete Davidson had a whole skit about Staten Island, mm-hmm. and Method Man showed up on it. Oh, nice! And uh, it was pretty funny. I don't know if you guys are still effing with Saturday Night Live like that. Um, I don't watch it very often, but uh, Method Man is also on Power Book Two, I think yeah. it is, or yeah, yeah. one of those shows by Fifty Cent. Story of Rise of Canaan, something like that. Yeah, I didn't. Everybody uh, loves him on that show. He's Meth. He's the man. How could you not? I watched the other. Uh, you didn't watch. You haven't seen Power. No, I didn't have uh, Showtime when it was on. Great show. I might just. I might do it. Yeah, you you'll love it. They're gonna they're hooked. gonna kick me out of the black community if I don't watch it soon. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard that. They were talking. <laughs> I can't be going to too many more <laughs> family reunions. And they're like, dude, you didn't watch what? It's like, come on. That's you, like, ever, you ever seen it? Like, that's like saying you don't play dominoes. Never, never, no, never watched Power, huh? Nope. Oh nope. man, it was good. No episodes. I loved it. Yeah. They could be watching all the black shows. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Ben, ben doing that. Yeah. He Back when it was TGIF. Empire mm-hmm. all the time. Oh, I was up on Empire, man. Come on. <laughs> Before I told Terrence you. Howard was leaving anybody. Do you guys see that yeah. show? Um, not all of it, but I started watching it later on. Yo. You ever seen that but show? I was like, nah. damn, Regina's in that like The first or second season. All right. This dude, it's, it's Ju- Juicy <laughs> Smollier, okay? I think that's what he, I started watching. But Vegas was like, he threw his son in the trash. He spoiled it, man. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> he threw his son in the trash? Yeah, Juicy Smollier, right? He's like, a, it's like a child actor playing him as like a kid, right? Uh-huh. And he's, you know, he's uh, he's gay on the show, uh-huh. right? And uh, dad is not feeling that, right? But he is not really like, he's kind of like finding himself as like a young, like, boy like probably like eight or nine years old or whatever it is maybe a little even younger seven or eight nine okay and uh he's up in the house like no one's around or whatever no he's got there's company downstairs and he goes upstairs like oh looking around and he sees like some clothes that are out some woman's clothes and he fucking puts the dress on he puts some fucking heels on and he like does himself all up and then walks down the stairs and everyone and he's like hey everybody look at me Mm -hmm. like Thinking like he's like doing a kind of a wisecrack or something like yeah, that, or he thinks it's funny or whatever. Or yeah, dad was not feeling it right in front of the whole fucking family or whatever, <laughs> friends, family, whatever it was. There's like fucking fifteen people there. He yokes this kid up, right? Like picks him up by the scruff, like by like the back of the fucking shirt and the pants. You know what I mean? Or yeah. the fucking skirt. Or uh-huh. Jazzy Jeff style throws yeah, him, just throws hey, him out. Exactly. He he pulls him outside of the house. Like the mom screaming, like what? Brings him outside. There's fucking like, you know, the metal trash cans out there. And he just fucking, bam, just tosses him right in the fucking trash. Jesus. 
brutal. I called yeah. this kid like five minutes after I seen it. I was like, yo, you got to see this shit. This is this show is off the fucking rails. It's fucking wacky. Yeah. So good. Just crazy. Phenomenal stuff. Just, <laughs> just, um, ridiculous. I feel like a lot of shows like that kind of, maybe a lot of people don't watch them because they have a, they have an idea of what they think is going to be until you actually watch it. And you're like, oh my God, this is actually hilarious. Um, it took me a while for uh, the show uh, Succession on HBO. Yeah. Like, I don't want to watch a bunch of rich white people sure. being assholes. Yeah, I think I had the same reaction. When people then I got into it. it. I was like, oh, they're a bunch of miserable rich white people who mm-hmm. just have bad things happen to them also. Yeah. And that's pretty hilarious to watch. Yeah. And that show I recommend also. Um, real quick, Vega, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Going back to that Wu Tang show, when the um, when the RZA has to kind of go back from the, he needs like one more song, you know, to complete the album. Yes. There's a there's a dude like like hounding him in the record store. Yeah. Like following him around, like yeah. watching, like see what records he picks up and like yep, what did yep, he yep. just buy. What was that all about? So he was there was like um earlier in the season or in the end of last season, that dude was with. Um, Ghostface making some music when he was the Shaw Money. Oh, and okay, okay. So when it was like D Lover and whatever. Exactly, and he kept trying to like uh, persuade D Lover to like, you know, um, like get a deal and do all this shit kind of behind Riz's back. Oh, and it was kind of okay. sketchy and whatnot. And so like, like Rizzo was making music with um, D Lover. And then all of a sudden this guy swoops in and that's when he got the, you know, they put out the track, him and that dude. So he kind of, kind of went behind the back. that kind of what got, like blew up a little bit, mm-hmm. at least around uh, Stapleton. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. I got you. Also, I think that episode, um, he kept having like flashbacks of his uncle, Uncle Hollis. So this dude. I miss my Uncle Hollis, y'all. This dude, Uncle Hollis, was in, just recently in that new Dune movie. Okay. And he was on this show, Devs. Devs. Yeah, yeah. I, I, was on. Was it on FX? That show was bonkers, dude. Devs. Bonkers. They were Found like computer some, geeks, right? Or something like that? Computer geeks, but then it gets into like time travel stuff and like determination. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like if life, if you even have free will in life, if you're already set up on the path that you're going to be on no matter what, it's a whole. Woo! That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. I recommend that one. A lot of good TV shows out there. I got a million for you. I got a million. Did you guys know that last week um, was the third year anniversary of Penicillin on Wax? Oh, yeah. I did know that. I seen the J-Zone tweet about it. Yeah, I, I, I saw somebody tweet about it, and I was like, oh, well, I know what I'm listening to today. Oh, man. Such a good album, man. God damn. R.I.P. Tim Dog. For real. If he is, in fact, dead. <laughs> Yo. Wait a minute. <laughs> Come on, you guys know about this, of right? Course. I, think we, I think we spoke I think we about did this a, before. I think, we, I think we broke the news when we. That's when, right. Uh, I think we were. Yeah, that's right. We were, we did a show the night he died. Probably <laughs> died. I'm doing like air quotes over here. It's yeah, funny weird. because he's really not actually in real life. You did not actually make the air quotes. <laughs> yeah, but I'm. But I wanted to put those in there. We saw the, them yeah. though. It was yeah. weird. You didn't do them, but we saw them there. It's it like sad. that. It's like that shit on the Wu Tang show when you can see the. Yes, exactly. Boom, boom, yeah. razor sharp, bong, yeah. bong, 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 bing, bong, fucking bong. <laughs> Why is that still funny to me? It's so good. So good. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, fuck t- Tom Brady. Tim Dog. We should play some Tim Dog, man. Oh, we gotta, we gotta before the end of the evening. Um, there was something else. Uh, the Jedi Mind Tricks came out with a new album. Oh, did they? Uh, the other day too. Really? On Friday. Have to look into that. Um, I'll just say what the name of the album. is. Oh, Kung Fu. You were just talking about like visually. Mm-hmm. That, um, there was a whole sequence. I forgot what song the RZA was trying to compose at the time, but. Like, he would actually start playing a record, and like uh-huh. you would see, like, a band would just be, like, on the screen. Like, oh, you know, really? Yeah, the band of like the, the record he's saying. Okay. Like, they're, they're just playing a thing, and then, like, he'll, like, start to take people out individually. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So like Because he's, like, sudden, sampling different yeah, parts of the song. Exactly. Just the way, like, the process mm-hmm. was going. You see people come in and out, and, like, just their parts be playing. Yep. And, like, all of a sudden, somebody else start playing mm-hmm. somewhere else behind him when he puts another record on. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like, whoever's left in band A looks at dude in band B, like, uh-huh. with a mean mug. Like, what's he doing here? Uh-huh. We don't need his sound. I got the sound. You know what uh-huh. I mean? So it was very well done. I'd never seen anything done quite like that. Yeah. As far as the uh, showing the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but it was it was super dope. I liked right. it. I liked it. That I'm going to watch it. You guys talk me into it. Good because I got like only a couple more pages left to note, so I almost got nothing else to say. They uh they also do a good job too when they see you see him making the beats. They do a good job with showing the machines he's using too. So like in the early ones, like when he was Prince Rakim and all that shit, they like specifically show the SP twelve hundred all the time when yeah. he's making beats. Yep. I believe that was that what he was trying to steal. Like um, in the believe, first episode, yeah, 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 yeah. I believe that's what he was trying to get. He's at and like then, a Radio Shack and he sees it and just like falls in love. Or it might have been like a circuit city at the time. Yeah, yeah. And then in this, um, on the second season, you specifically see him with the ASR ten, and he's fucking fucking around with that. And then at the end, when they're like putting together the Wu Tang album, you see him start using Pro Tools, and like that's how you see like I think it was um, it was either Deck or uh, Master Killer, uh, one of them comes into the studio and then starts helping them, you know, put together some stuff and then gets in the booth and then gets on the um, protect your neck track. Word. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Deck was first, right? I, th- I think so. And then he was just like, uh, yeah, yeah, because then he was like, Jizzy going to be last. And Jizzy just like leaves. Bodies it. He's like, all right, I'll be back. That was the source quotable that once. Just like, all right. First of all, who's your a and A mountain climber who plays an electric guitar? But he don't know the meaning of dope when he's looking for a suit and tie wrap that's cleaner than a bar of soap. And I'm the dirtiest thing in sight. Matter, Matter of fact, fact, bring out the girls and let's have a mud fight. I sang that yesterday for no reason. I sing it every day for no reason. <laughs> just, just ridiculous like that. Um, uh, yeah, and it showed that whole process. Like, Ghost like still didn't have a verse for like the longest time. He was having a tough time with the whole writing process. And I forget how he actually got his mojo back in that one. Um, well, you know, when we did the, uh, episode about the, uh, the bracket, the mm-hmm. ghost face bracket, mm-hmm. uh, the storytelling track in that he says how he doesn't like to write around other people. Okay. That he yeah, specifically yeah, yeah. like, yeah, likes to be by like himself. He goes room. to, he, he says he goes into a dark room, puts on a red light, gets a red pen and like starts writing on the notebook or whatever. Oh, bong bong. So you're right. You're right. Because he eventually comes around later on as just the RZA in the studio. Yeah. And he plays him something. And that, right. like, he just does it right there with just him and the RZA sitting there. Yeah. That's right. And I Intimate. think that, 
I think that was the episode where another we mentioned earlier about how ODB they kind of humanize him. Mm-hmm. So he comes back to the studio when he's going to get like egg cartons or something. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? To like you know help with the studio. Soundproof. And the uh, the lights just go out, mm-hmm. and the the landlady is bullshit and going crazy, going door to door, and uh, you know they know they're going to get in all the trouble. You know yeah, what I mean? They're soaking up all the uh, all the juice. They're all the, the juice. problem. And they just show old dirty, just kind of like go down in the in the basement and help you know rewire some stuff. And he's just like, "Yo, I went to trade school. I know what I'm doing." You know what I mean? Just show him being like a regular human being. And even this woman who was just super irate and pissed at them a second ago kind of realizes he's just a nice guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he might he's be. Some, he's just a nice guy. Yeah, he might be a little bit you know rough around the edges, but you know, who isn't? Aren't we all? You know, uh, there's an interview with Buster Rhymes, which I think also might have been on Drink Champs, where he's talking about how intelligent old Dirty Bastard was. You know, he's like, this dude was actually like an incredibly sharp dude. And he's bringing it back to the 5% of stuff. When he would be in the cypher, they'd be building in the cypher. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, the, the God was just mega intelligent. Like he just, you know, his emceeing skills were, were present even in that setting. Right. But also he was like just super sharp with it able to pontificate upon, you know, what I don't really know too much about 5% ideology, but like on the 120 or whatever, like very, very concisely. And that's on top of, that's not even musical No, that's just, you know what yeah, because I mean? that's just all these dudes grew up 5%. And that's uh, one thing they kind of show on the show, like you said, uh, well, you know, with him like being real cool with the chick, when he's with him, his boys or the woo, or, you know, the woo, or he's like on the street doing his thing, He's just like almost just like a regular guy. Yeah, he's a little bit off, a little bit strange, but he's not like he's kind of a harmless guy. Yeah. And then when you see him get on stage or give anything to do with like the music or anything like that, that's when this dude, he puts it on. Then he becomes like a legit animal and they show it like the transition. Like then it becomes a character. Yeah. And then he then like, you know, 20 minutes later, he's like once again, this like heartfelt, like soulful person. And then Mm -hmm. like. Boom! You put him on the mic and or wherever, or you put him on the stage and he just goes off. You know what I mean? Um, The guy did a really good job. And then, then, you know, Jelani touched upon like how the RZA, um, you know, does the deal with Loud, and everyone's like willing to go shop a deal, right? And old dirty bastard really his like life goal is to be on Def Jam. Ever since him and RZA were kids, they wanted to be Mm -hmm. on Def Jam, Def Jam, Def Jam, but. Um, Electra throws a shot at Old Dirty Bastard, and they mm-hmm. said that if um, in over twenty years' time, Old Dirty Bastard would eventually own all his music, where Def Jam, obviously, that's never going to no. happen. Yeah, and he was like, "Dude, if you wait twenty years, you know it's all going to be all good." Actually, RZA didn't tell him; he just kind of did it behind his back. He and did then, it, mm-hmm. yeah, and then and after then, the fact, he so let him know. Yeah. Old Dirty Bastard's partying and like having a good time and. He's like, I'm going to be on Def Jam, just like, you know, we, we talked about when we were kids, it's going to be sick. And he's like, oh, by the way, sorry, you're going to be on fucking Electra. Mm-hmm. And then it starts, like, beef between him and the RZA. And then it's after that. It's a it's, bit of a scuttlebutt. Yeah. And they never really get back on, at least after in season two, they leave off with you know them not on seeing eye to eye, really, because he's still pissed about the Electra deal. And unfortunately, if that is true... You know, he didn't live 20 years. He lived like, like, what, seven years after that, eight years after that. So he didn't make it to that time. So I wonder if his son gets a piece of that or whatever. But the album was still made. Yes. 
So I would only imagine that they would have to still yeah, respect you, the deal. Yeah. yeah. I think they just someone, someone gets those, too, yeah. those royalties. I would think so. Even um I don't know, maybe it was like a maybe it was like a three album deal. So maybe, I don't I don't know the specific. No, so he went to Rockefeller. He went to Rockefeller after he got out of jail. That's true. Yeah. Well did Waddle Doodle. There you go. So I hope uh, young Dirty Bastard gets uh gets that uh return of thirty six chambers money. And he was good. He was a very good actor too. Yeah. They're all, they're all very convincing as themselves. Like yeah, I the, don't. The dude who played you, God, looked just like a young you, God. I'm actually. This, I've been thinking. I haven't asked this question yet, but like, where does you, God, come into this? He's. Um, I believe in the first season he works with Method Man. Uh huh. And they do like construction or something like that. Okay. Um, it's just like you know, like a regular like nine to five type job. Mm-hmm. And um, I think later on when he comes into season two, he's like slanging. You know, he's doing his thing. Yeah. You know, and I think he gets he gets busted on something a couple times, and then uh, when they go to do Jack the Rapper, or they go out west. He's like on video or something, and then he comes home and uh, parole officer did not like that. Yeah, the parole officer rolls up on him and he gets oh, arrested. No. So like right when he they were doing um, the protect your neck, he came and laid the verse for protect your neck, and then or he got out afterwards, and he's like, "Yo, I'm going on the straight and narrow," mm-hmm. and uh, he lays the verse for protecting your neck. Oh, here comes my name, Disco. Oh, here comes my Shaolin style. Right? Is that him? Yep. Two by <laughs> two with the... How could, how could you not recognize that voice? <laughs> Slim doodle makers stuffed in some pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute genius. You know, it really, uh, it takes the fun out of it when you talk about a girl's ass as a doodle maker. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, you know what? It. Depends on who you are. Yep. You know what? You're right. You got that. Yep. You got that. I ain't going to hold you. Um. Yeah, great show. Great show. I have so much more I could say, but we don't. Uh, we don't have much more time. It's a legendary yeah. tale. I'm glad that they're they're doing it justice. Yeah. And I don't even know if you noticed, but there was a lot of like um, rappers of the time that they kind of just they didn't say who they were, but, but like you know even who they like, were. Yeah, going to like Jack the Rapper, like Salt and Pepper were there. Yeah, like Jeru the Damager was there. You know, there'd just be some people that you would walk by that uh-huh. they wouldn't say them. But I'd yeah, like, I like, I know. Okay, I know who that's supposed to be. Yeah, I know that Abel Jacket. Was, um, yeah. Who was um, the headliner for the Jack the Rapper show that let them go ahead? For, remember, like he gave them the I don't blessing. Remember was it like Gangstar or was it like? I don't even know if it was anybody that big. Hang on, I don't know. Check one second. But yeah, that was like a whole thing. Like they finally get there and then. The people are like, nah, sorry. Uh, we didn't have enough time for you guys to perform anymore. Oh, and they eventually no. just had to like almost yeah. like just bum rush it. Yeah. It's fun. They're throwing dudes off stage. Oh, wait a minute. No, I'm getting that confused with that other show that they had later on. Which one's that? The one at the, uh, it wasn't the tunnel, but it was like at a big venue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That they kind of bullshitted your dude power just kind of said, oh, yeah, we got a show tomorrow night. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. That was good too. Oh, it is off. It is off. It is off. What you got over there? Oh, uh, was it Tech and Sway that let them get on at Jack the Rapper? Uh, maybe. That was when they were out west. Yeah, they do a lot in this show, and it's it's not a lot of like a, a, not particularly a lot of episodes, like ten episodes, but they get everything in there. Like they do a good job at like cramming everything in, but not making it feel like rushed or whatever. Rushed or yeah. whatever. Yeah, they really uh, do it well. Hey, you got to check this show out. All right, I'm going to check it out. I'm convinced. You're convinced? You're in. Two by two with the... Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I got all stuff. the uh, I got all the notes, man. You do. You want you want hog? I was prepared. Good for you. I was ready to go. Proud of you. Every now and again, you know. Proud of you. Thanks, man. <laughs> I'm fucking Barry Horowitz myself. <laughs> <laughs> you should get some Tim Dog on deck. I was just looking for that. Penicillin all wax, man. Tim Dog. How old does that make you feel? Not that old. Um, also, I Aaliyah, didn't have this when it came out, you know. Aaliyah uh, just had a 20-year anniversary this past week. Oh, where? She might be alive on an island somewhere with Tim Dog too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's play some Tim Dog. <laughs> oh, boy. We got to talk about this, too. Yo, hey, yo, quick. Yo, come here, man.
Yo. Tim Talk is a beast. Said G, lady. Uh, said G and fucking uh, TR Love on the beats for the entire album. I mean, it's basically an ultra magnetic album, except with just Tim Dog rapping on it. Nothing wrong with that. It's incredible. But Tim Dog, you know, uh, first of all, why was he so mad at DJ Quick? I don't know. What did What did he do? DJ Quick is the sickest. DJ Quick just seemed like a really nice guy all around. I don't understand I don't how he, he got that. so mad at DJ Quick. I don't know. He was mad at him though. This yeah, is wherever the, he's at. This is way. I think that album came out in what? Ni- yeah, ninety one. Because it was thirty years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, uh, so that was way pre. You know, people who know me may know that I'm a huge fan of Sugar Free. Oh, oh yeah, huge Sugar Free fan. I think we all know that about. And, you. and there's no Sugar Free without DJ Quick. But that was so many years later. I think his first album came out in like ninety seven. But I just feel like if 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 was that Sugar Free? Yeah. Hmm. I thought before. I don't know. We yeah. should we should have a sugar free episode. Google's your friend. That's a great sugar idea. Sugar free for two hours, easy. But um, that freestyle he does. Uh, oh, oh, he's he's banging on the table. Yeah, dude, that is. Want to go home? So ill. But uh, yeah, I feel like if Tim Dog came after Quick during the sugar free era, sugar free would have decimated Tim Dog <laughs> so bad. Like he's the last person you want to have writing a diss track about you. Man, Tim Talk had the look though too. Like he was like, he did. the coolest looking motherfucker ever. I got that album. Right? I got penicillin on wax on wax, and I got pretty much every single off it as well. And all the cover artwork for it is so sick. That's the illest. I, who took the photo for that? Like that's incredible. Right yeah, there. exactly. Like, it's just like fantastic photography. Man, the gold chains, the fucking bracelets, the fucking glasses, the rings. Just brainstorm the flat here. top. But a Slana, whole... you ever had a flat top? You had a flat top. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who you talking to? Come on. <laughs> Let's see from um hmm. <laughs> fifth grade to like it's like eighth grade. Eighth grade, yeah. maybe, yeah. Sometimes real high, sometimes just short, crop, you know, looking yeah, like Kyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely rocked a Reggie Lewis shirt for most of seventh grade with a flat top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember. Jelani and I sat next together in homeroom. Yeah. Yeah. And Mr. Givens' class. Yeah. That was I no hated good. me. Oh, for I'm good sure. reason. Yeah. I was yeah. a fucking bastard. Good reason. <laughs> yeah. That seemed, that's a recurring theme here. Jelani was probably like, you. this kid's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how we've become friends after that. <laughs> I think because uh, then we spent some time hanging out with Mr. Romeo together. Yeah. Yeah. The, the disciplined guy. Remember him? Yeah. He's, he looked like Gomez Adams. Yeah. Weird looking dude. Yeah. And then, you know what? The, the, the funny thing is nice when, you, when you meet people, when you're both getting disciplined, all of a sudden they're like, hey, you want to hang out? Yeah. Oh, totally. Oh, we oh, should go do the bad things oh, together. Oh, you're bad yeah. too? <laughs> <laughs> it's like see it eye doesn't eye make now. sense, dude. Mm-hmm. We see eye to eye now. Oh, you're a bad one too. <laughs> okay, let's go do the bads. Didn't know you were like that. I like that. I like that. They did it to us. They set us up for <laughs> failure. Yeah. They, ma- they made you guys be friends. <laughs> um, what's your favorite Ghostface album? Oh, Maybe we should do just an episode on that. I mean, do like a bracket, like a bracket, like yeah. Bracket on I that. cannot answer that. It's right always going to be Iron Man or the other one, Supreme Clientele, right? You know, he is said it? he said he doesn't like in this interview. He said yeah. he doesn't like Iron, Iron Man. Man. What the fuck's he on? Really? Yeah, he's like honestly, he's like I, I I wasn't in a good place. Like I was in a dark place when I made that album. I made it because I had to. I had the deal. I had to finish the album. But like I wasn't feeling. I, I'm not feeling it. What? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Watch Vega's going to pick Big Doe Rehab. And what if I do? 
I couldn't. I couldn't uh, even say argue that you're wrong about <laughs> any of them. I yeah. mean, oh, he had such a good run. Was it Woo Massacre? Was that one? That's one. It was him, Raekwon, and Meth. Um, didn't love that one. What was, was the fine. one he did with Apollo Brown? Um, oh, that Apollo, was a to a, die. Apollo Brown remixed that album, and it was way better. The remix album was better. He he did it with that dude what who the name does of that one. Was it like Fifty Ways yeah, to Die? Andre Young, Thirty Six Ways to Die. Yeah, Andre Young. That's right. Yeah. The dude who uses all live instrumentation. Yeah, it didn't come out great. I remember when it came out. I remember us having a podcast talking about it. How yeah. much we didn't really like it. Yeah, it was the Brown album. The Brown, the Brown album. That was the good. Brown tape. That was good. Yeah, I like that. The other one, no, I wasn't feeling that one really. I don't like it. I mean, it was a cool idea, but it just didn't really, you know, the whole thing was a narrative storytelling. I wonder if that uh, one is like, if you went back to it now, it would be much better. I wonder. I, I'd give it another spin. Yeah, just because it's Ghostface. He's fantastic. But for me, it's got to be either Iron Man or Supreme Clientele. Well, we could do a bracket on uh, who's your who's your favorite Woo member. or who's your, uh, Actually, let's go back to the show. Who's your favorite character on the show? Hmm. Well, I feel like they they spent so much time in the second season with uh, the Ghost and Ray yeah. relationship, <laughs> you know, and uh, just like individually. First of all, the first two episodes they're in Ohio, like they're yeah, not even, yeah. You That's know all I mean? part of the story, man. It's like you know what I mean. They have to get back to New York to make this to happen yep. because, like you know, shit went south mm-hmm. there also. Yep. You know, so it's always like it just starts. First two or three episodes, just like because yeah, Brissett gets a murder charge, right? He got attempted murder. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a whole a whole ass attempted murder charge, and uh, uh, Ghost gets gets shot. I think while they're out in Ohio too. What? Yeah, I think you're right. I think uh, while Riz is locked up, Ghost, you know, there's like a robbery or something. He catches one, and shortly thereafter, that when they get back, I think Raekwon catches one. Like when he's starting to finally, yeah. you know, stop. Does Method Man get shot too? Once? No. How does he get no, hurt? No. There's something. Uh, oh, that it was like work, a work, work thing. Work. But there was another scene later on where legit they're like just hanging out with like you know shooting dice or whatever. And that yeah, that's that when little he, kid he, Poppy gets hit like twenty feet away from. So yeah, there's a lot of death. Raekwon talks about that in the rap in the song, right? Poppy got hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, nice how reference. much angel mm-hmm. dust is getting smoked? In the show, there they are, don't overtly, but some show of like the, the scenes, dust. like when they're there's not a scene where someone's like, "Hey, you guys gotta check this out. It's angel dust." You got that sherm? Yeah. <laughs> no, but like, that's a great question. I feel like it's hinted at. Okay, you know what I mean? Like, does it show someone being no, like really? They do really mention high. it. They do. They do at one point in time. Somebody definitely said, oh, "Y'all, y'all know how to dust it or something like that." Y'all never smoked a uli. Oh yeah, something yeah, like something. that. Like somebody definitely mentions it at one point in time. I'm like, ah, okay, there we go, there we go. There's the creativity. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the creative spark. Yeah. Who was your favorite character? Um, there are a lot of good. I mean, all the characters are really good. Um, but Ghost, I think Ghost is like the dude. Him, him, and Raekwon together are just like, once again. Just like even in Wu Tang, it's just like you you love them both together, and even on the show, it's they like pair, yeah, they pair they well pair together, well and they somehow work uh, on this too. And mm-hmm. the actor who plays Raekwon looks surprisingly a lot like young Raekwon, and like he's got like the he's got the teeth, he's got everything, the like stature. He's got you know kind of the I mean? stature. He's a little thinner than Raekwon, like not thinner, but like you know, 
he, you know, he's built like Schwarzenegger, you know? So um, he's not quite got the Schwarzenegger look because, like, Raekwon is a fucking thick body dude. So uh, he's not as thick as Ray. Hey. Yeah, but uh, but he does have the look, like the face and all that stuff. Um, Ghost, I, 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 the actor's just good. I'm not sure it's if he's good. Can. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think it's an exact replica. No. You know, but it's fine. It's hard to look like Ghostface. Yeah, I mean, it looks like Ghostface. Because he, like, I don't look at Ghostface. <laughs> I don't Ghost. want nobody looking like me. Yeah. This dude in the show. No album. <laughs> yeah. This dude in the show, he's kind of like, I feel like he's kind of tall and lanky. Uh-huh. And Ghostface doesn't come off as like a tall and lanky. Yeah, I've dude, met Ghostface. This dude kinda, he is kind of tall and lanky, though. This dude kind of looks like Lloyd Banks. A word? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, wait a like, minute. That really ain't GFK, but it's fine. It's, it's you know. But then, because the guy acting, and you see him acting as Ghostface. He's convincing as fuck as Ghostface. So he might okay. not as look like Ghostface, but he is Ghostface on the show. You know okay. what I mean? Just like everything, like, you know, even like the facial expressions, stuff like that. Is It's like just very cool. All right. And they definitely have a little, uh, there's a small moment where Raekwon mentions to Ghost about uh, about his wallabies. He's like, damn, son, would you get them shit? He's like, oh, no, I got this dude up, up in Chinatown. We make them. We make them custom. We get the cream joints, then boom. Hit them with the light blue, boom, with the laces. And I was like, oh, man. That's what I needed to hear right there. Yeah, it's cool. Whether it be yeah, like. And that's like when they finally like bond. Like that's when they like really like become uh, tight right the there. That was like that day, yeah. The Wallaby. Went out for a, uh, run some errands and they kind of saw each other. Yeah, what know? did they have to do exactly? They made phone calls and that is that when they went to. Um... They were trying to, uh, they were trying to push the uh, the single. They finally got protection neck done, and they were trying to push it. So, like, a bunch of people went to the college, and they yeah. were going to ch- try to get it played at the college radio station. Um, they were calling around people. They ended up bum-rushing Stretch and Bobbito show. Yes. Ah, that's cool. There's a whole Stretch and Bob aspect of it, too. Uh-huh. Uh, Tech and Sway. They, they actually, like, started mentioning a lot of, like, the radio guys at that time mm-hmm. also. You know what I mean? Which is pretty cool. I was like, oh, man, I remember this time. Yeah. I was that old. A legendary time. Yeah. Great, good Very stuff. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So like the whole thing, like they went up to the college. It was like, uh, uh, who was it? Was it Dirty and a couple of people, and they just couldn't get in to the radio station, so they just went to a party anyway and rocked the party, mm-hmm. and you know just passed out tapes and it just word of mouth. That's what and it just went out anyway. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Was Dirty funneling beers? Well, uh, doing like fucking cake stands or something like that. Yeah, like, he was a man of the people. He's fucking wilding up. He came out wearing their college sweaters and whatnot. <laughs> Leatherman jacket. Uh, yeah, because that's why um, Rizza and Divine were somewhere else in some kind of like conference, some kind of like hip hop, yeah, like, like summit or something like that. And they was ended up being like remember a, those? a like a remember hip hop summits? Of course I do. Wow, they used to like play them on BET like once a month. We're doing the hip hop summit. Come on. Get it around, like, y'all. Let's share our thoughts on the hip-hop community. It was always a really nice voice, too. To like, like Donnie like, Simpson or yeah. something. <laughs> Welcome back to Video Vibrations. Hip-hop summit. We're going to sit around and talk some consciousness. <laughs> what are you doing for your community? <laughs> hip-hop. Uh, Hit him with that good. Um, Kung Fu, what's your, what's your favorite Ghostface song? Favorite Ghostface song ever? Yeah. At the uh, at your funeral, all right, you get to you get to play one Ghostface song. Holla, 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 <laughs> holla, holla. Wait a minute. 
That's your favorite Ghostface song. Uh, yeah, man. This is the one I want to play at my funeral. Okay. This was me, corduroy valley, sporting those rock Kim Kames, rock King Kane. High self esteem promised me a moment in life just to wreck y'all lanes. Throw the tech to your brain, put in the best of shame. This is Theodore, best to tuck those Dana Danes. See me coming, start running in. Hey, yo, Niggas when we walk through the party Pimp talk with the Mac strapped to our body Bartenders is nervous, afraid to service Bad service, unsmacked them on purpose You see us drunk, coming burpers Paper chasing, stalking, stayed up in the making Theodore conquered the four devils with the patience Cell phones just blowing, the crew's not available Ask double word in the town, we the realest do We don't need no diamond rings All we need is a drum like fuck it He can rhyme, I say And in my Yankee hat, you can drop five beans and Run back to mama like all I know is Holla, holla, holla If you want to I feel like that's the best song on that album, and that album has a shit ton of good songs. Is that Fish Scale? That's off Pretty Tony. Pretty Tony? Yeah. Fucking fantastic. Fantastic. What it's else gonna, you got? It's going to take there? me a week to try to put together what my favorite Ghostface album is. Damn. All right, yeah, we'll do that. Got well, hey, do. that works out. Hey, that I got some out. work to do. That's fine. Um, I'm not, I wouldn't be mad if this turned into the Ghostface Appreciation Podcast. Yeah, neither would I. Uh, what else you got in the notes? Anything? Oh, I got all kinds of stuff, but nothing important right now. All right. You can keep going. Talk, um, about, talk about your stuff there, guy. Um, Yeah. Well, what's your uh, favorite Ghostface track? Let's get one more track in here before we roll out. It's getting late. So you pick your favorite then. Okay. 
I'm not going to pick my favorite. I'm just going to play one for you. Oh, and see, you know, you put a lot it's of pressure impossible. on us. You can't say favorite. There, there's no saying favorite. It's just whatever the song is that pops into your head at the moment because the man has too many hits. I agree with you, but yeah. some people might have like, oh, this someone, one puts me someone in might a different have a place. Special you know one, what I mean? Yep. But I, I think that I agree. There's too many to name. Oh, the ambulance. Oh. <laughs> Called Ambulance. Um, no, but my favorite one is uh, it, it's um, it's this one right here. This is this is always it, always it. Oh wow! Is it for us? What's that? Are we done? Is it? All right, CryptOnline.com. We got Bonafide over here. That's me. We got the supervisor. PBS. You can check him out at where? Uh, you can check me out at uh, the supervisor wins slash bandcamp.com. That's one good place. That's it. Get you can shit. buy something there. Get something there. Yep. All right. Scriptonline.com, Vega. Jelani will hit you with his favorite ghost track next week when we discuss what's the best ghost face album? Mixtape ghost. Oh shit. Oh, okay. Next day. Oh man, that's that's digging deep. That's right a wild there. card. Right, here we Love go. It. I'm the Rubens kid who got hit for three bricks. Showing off his 850 plus. What a nice whip. Young blood, guzzling 40, sussled in a rain. Older, shooting dope in the veins. He never had it all. The kid loved basketball. Had a favorite song. I missed you. Written by Aaron Hall. Now back to the original. Neighborhood criminals. Clocking dollars. Bought the hour like his digital. Okay.